Talk Radio, music and podcasts from the Korean Peninsula. KoreaFM.net. The Soul Book and Culture Club, in conjunction with Asia Publishers, invited three young, award-winning Korean writers to discuss their work. The event began with an introduction of host Colin Marshall and the world's most expensive novel author, Kim Min-jong. Colin Marshall is our guest moderator today, and uh, Colin's a soul-based essayist, uh, interviewer, and public speaker. He's the author of the Los Angeles Review of Books Korea blog. He's now at work on a book called A Los Angeles Primer, Mastering the Stateless City. And our first guest writer today is uh, Kim Min-jung. Kim Min-jung was born in Seoul in 1981 and made her literary debut when she won the fourth Kusang Young Writers Award with the short story Where Angela Stayed. And she currently teaches creative writing at Chungang University. So ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Kim Min-jung. The situation where you have a a novelist who who is still a young novelist, but who still lives at home, and her mother, the protagonist's mother, doesn't understand her, or maybe I should say, the mother doesn't understand her work, or what counts as work for her. And the mother doesn't think she's doing work unless she hears the sound of the printer printing out a draft. Why does her mother so appreciate the sound of the printer? So in Korea, the meaning of job usually uh, is uh, very much linked to getting employed at a company. However, for a writer or many other artists, the only workplace that they work in is not the company, but their own room. So it's easy for a lot of other people to uh, view the job of writing as a hobby. So the mother is also thinking in line with that, and she is constantly setting some criteria to which her daughter is working. And that becomes the sound of the printer, because uh, printing something basically means that you have written something and that your work has come out. It's also associated with my personal experience. I work and live as a writer. So uh, to my mom's eyes, however, that does not easily be translated as a job. And she constantly compared me to her other uh, friends, prosperous daughters and sons who are going to workplace on a regular basis. And it was difficult for her to accept me as a writer. While writers and other artists may not be accepted for their work by Korean society, author Jang Gang-myung discussed the problems faced by those with more typical employment situations. Chang Kang-nong was born in Seoul in 1975. He began his literary career in 2011 when his novel The Bleached won the Hungary Literary Award. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Chang Kang-nong. The very title of Chang Kang-nong's book, which is in English, Fired, but in Korean it has a more revealing title. It's called Albaseng Jarugi. So maybe you could translate that to firing a part-time worker. But Albaseng is an important word. It's a word I think can't translate into English. And so I come to the question, what is an albaseng? I took notice that there was a different nuance uh, attached to this word, which is looking down uh, onto these people, because this albaseng word is usually targeting people in late 20s to early 30s, and people who usually belong to some lower social class than those who are in their 40s and 50s. On one hand, there are people who are working so hard and tirelessly, suffering from even fatigue. And on the other hand, there is these part-timers who are not even appropriately rewarded for their work. And they lack motivation because the employers does not assign them proper work. 
So maybe the uh, most plausible and realistic solution to the situation that's illustrated in my book, Arba Seng Tarbi, is maybe for Supervisor Eunyoung to share her work with Hemi, the part-timer. However, that does not take place, mainly because Eunyoung doesn't have such an authority to share her job or give her job to the part-timer. And also, I think Hemi does not even in you know, an appropriate position to take such work. And another reason is that Eunyoung does not consider Hemi as an equal. She consider her as a part-timer and somebody who who she has to pity and constantly making excuses for her instead of giving job to her. And uh, in response, Hemi does not feel any gratitude towards her supervisor, Eunyoung. And in the end, the supervisor, Eunyoung, feels that she has been taken advantage by Hemi. And so this was the ironical situation in Korean labor market that I wanted to point out in my book. While much of the discussion with the three Korean writers focused on work and societal pressures in South Korea, writer Kim A. Ron also discussed how her novel was inspired by the sinking of the Sewol. Our final guest that we're welcoming today is Kim A. Ran. Kim A. Ran was born in Incheon and grew up in Sosan. She debuted as a writer when her short story, The House People Don't Knock On, won her the first Daesan University Literary Award in 2002. Her major works include Knife Traces, Mouthwatering, and How Is Your Summer. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming Kim A. Ran. Where would you like to go? By Kim A. Ran This story... It doesn't have the older generation looking down on your protagonist and disapproving of her, but it does involve the next generation down, the younger generation than the 30-somethings. And we learn, as the story goes on, the protagonist's husband was a teacher, and he died trying to save the life of a student who drowned. And it's not long after we read that that we start thinking of the Sewol incident in 2014. This book was originally planned to be published at a literary magazine, but the, somehow the schedule was delayed, and now it's published as this uh, book from Asia Publishers. Uh, usually writers want to evade the question asking what's the definitive meaning of your work, and I also was one of the writers who wanted to evade such questions. But at the end of the book, we have to write writer's comments. And there was the moment when I have to acknowledge that this was somehow a, a tribute to the Sewol ferry disaster. Before writing this book, uh, when, I was, when I was working on some novels that are dealing with some dark uh, aspect of the life, then I usually I tended to add a very pessimistic and negative ending to the novel because I used to think that pessimistic stories were cool to some extent. However, after the Sewol ferry incident and uh, the family members were protesting alone uh, against the government, I noticed that there was something to those people uh, who, uh, which the government or large institutions can never take away. So I think humanity is very strange uh, type of living things and they are sometimes not trustworthy at all. As a person, I also have this turmoil of greed, jealousy, and a lot of other desires. So personally, I think it's really difficult to live as a good human. And while watching the stairwell fairy disaster, it was very strange for me to witness people who are working for some greater good causes without any of their personal benefits. So that uh, realization and revelation is also reflected on my book. In the last letter, which the dead boy's sister is writing to the protagonist, 
in the letter she says that I don't know what kind of feeling or what drove the teacher to save my little brother, but I will show my full gratitude to his sacrifice and feeling throughout my life. For KoreaFM.net, I'm Chance Storlin.